email todayradio at rte.ie. Couple of your texts to 51551 about the issue we have just been discussing, uh, those outbreaks in Leashoffley and Kildare. Paddy says, Sarah, if that meat plant in Kildare was a pub in Dublin, it would be shut down ASAP. Another person on the local lockdown says, if it has to happen, it has to happen. Simply prevention is better than cure. And then another person says, this is Brendan Conroy. He's texted to say, Sarah, the schools are opening in two weeks. Where will pupils or teachers go to be rapidly tested if they get sus- suspect symptoms? If the county testing centres are all closed, are we actually actually serious about keeping schools open and safe or is this just about the optics optics of opening them on schedule when in, in that instance of, of the test centre being closed in Kildare James Lawless did say he had raised it with the Minister for Health so we'll see what happens on that front uh, you can keep your text coming to 51551 or you can tweet us at Today Radio RTE now with third level students back, due back from September onwards for many it will mean a blend of online and on campus learning so what impact is this all going to have on accommodation options and are some landlords taking advantage of the situation. Well, our reporter Brian O'Connell has been looking at this for us. And Brian, different colleges have different policies. That's right, sir. And good morning. The picture is becoming somewhat clearer, especially after new guidelines were issued for third level this week. So this will mean some third level colleges will have more on-campus learning. Um, it will depend on capacity, obviously. It will depend on the ability to maintain distancing. For example, the University of Limerick have told their students they'll be on campus for just one week out of four for the first semester. NUI Galway said previously it's encouraging students to be in Galway from September onwards. UCD, for example, will have 40 to 60% teaching for undergraduates in person and some colleges have yet to issue detailed timetables. So some students say they're left in limbo, as you can imagine. Meanwhile, amid all this, many are still trying to secure accommodation. Some of them are looking at accommodation per week, some are looking per month and some I've been speaking to are saying now that there is a rise in the price of student beds. Some landlords landlords are asking for additional payments up front because of all of this uncertainty. So you spoke to one parent who says she's had to pay for rent during the summer months just to secure accommodation. And the parent would prefer not to be named but she has a daughter beginning second year in Limerick and she says they had to pay for private rented accommodation as you said from last June despite the fact that her daughter would not be living there until next month, until September and even then her daughter will only be on site a quarter of the time in Limerick. Now, she says she's noticed a large increase in prices landlords are charging since COVID, beginning um, with some of what this parent has been noticing. And she started talking to me about the fact that some landlords are now demanding a lot of money up front because of this uncertainty. The girls went to view a house. They said they wanted to take it. He kept telling her, telling my daughter, cash is king, cash is king. So she went and viewed the house on a Friday. And on the Monday, she had to have 3000 in cash as a deposit, right? Wow. By the Friday, that Friday, she was to have another 2300 by six by Friday because they all want their money for the first semester up front. This was back in June. He wanted this back in June. So basically, he wanted 16800 16. by the 16,800 by the Friday. And she actually lost that house because one of the girls were delayed in actually transferring the money. Mm-hmm. So he wanted back in June, the beginning of June, 16,800. You would think on the one hand, COVID would mean there'll be a lot more properties for rent because there'll be a lot more people commuting if they only have to be on campus one week out of four. 
And some kids are, and other kids are saying, no, do you know what? We're going to go actually and take the places because we went to party. Uh, that's part of it. And I'm sure some of them also are sick of living at home. Yeah, so they're, they're all willing to go back up to Limerick. A lot of the landlords are looking for all their money up front. So that's demands for a lot of money up front. But in terms then of how much houses are costing per week or per month, you've noticed trends there as well. I can actually speak from personal experience on this. Our, our eldest lad uh, was paying €340 Euro a month in Limerick last year. We, we've been looking for accommodation for September. A similar room in, in the same estate I see is now going for about 500 to 550 per month. Or some are being advertised per week, so it's about 240 per week if students only want them weekly. And worryingly, I'm seeing a lot more students advertising properties for sublet. Uh, this and the sharp increase in price, it's something that the parent we just heard from has also noticed when her daughter was looking? Just before COVID, herself and her friends have been looking to try and get a house up in UL. And houses that they know, because there was other students in them, that had been paying 80 euros a week, the landlords were suddenly looking for 140 for the next academic year starting in September. Since COVID, we've discovered as well that they don't want nine months rent, they now want 12 months contract. My daughter got a house there back in June and we've started paying the rent for July and August. She's not in it, but we're paying the rent for it. Kids are now who have taken houses are now saying, oh, well, you know, if anyone wants to share the house with us, we're happy to actually take, I have week one, you have week two, someone else has week three, which Again, it's crazy because... Students essentially are subletting. Yeah, 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 students are subletting. And the issue exactly. with that, of course, is hygiene, you know, will the houses be exactly. cleaned thoroughly, exactly. will the rooms be cleaned, there's a risk of spread of infection and so on. Yeah, because, for example, my daughter is actually only going to be physically in the university uh, one out of four weeks. Was it an option for her not to take the accommodation? Yeah, it was. Yeah, she could commute up and down if she wanted because we live in Clamell. We we just don't believe that that in itself is healthy. It's not part of the student experience. No, it's not. And she's been living back home with us since March. And, you know, I just don't think it's good for their mental health. Mm, so paying for a house for the summer months just to secure it. You spoke to a student as well. That's right. And I think students know it's going to be a scramble. It's been a scramble every year for the past five or six years. Uh, One person I spoke to, a second year journalism student, Erin Dyer, and she is almost now resigned to the fact that she's going to have to commute this year because of the price increases. And also the fact that many students like her may not have part time jobs that they might have had in previous years because of COVID. She told me firstly about the price increases she's noticed. It's like a 40 to 60 euro increase on single rooms which when you're in a house with five other people it's kind of a shock to the system because you don't expect it to go up as much. Have you noticed this practice where landlords are looking for payment up front? The last person that I contacted she told me that the landlord was looking for it in installments in case we have to lock down again they don't want to be losing money very fast. So what have you decided to do? Um I don't, I'm not really sure. It's kind of, I'm swaying towards commuting just for the, the fact that I know I can be as safe as I can be. Like I'm not going to be living with people who have their own families and their own friends and stuff like that. And of course, then there's the cost. I don't think I could afford the, the nearly 500 euros for a room that I've no guarantee I'll be there all semester. One thing I've noticed in Limerick is a lot more rooms for rent per week. 
personally I, I wouldn't go for that because like in a landlord situation who's going to be cleaning the rooms at least you well might be using a cleaning company um whereas a landlord like you've no guarantee that the room is going to be sanitized correctly like and if you're going in and then another student and then you're coming back you've no you've no guarantee that you're not going to pick something up yeah of course that does make it difficult you know if you're not sure proper sanitizing is happening brian well there's been a lot of focus this week on what universities are going to do in terms of masks social distancing making space for people who are self-isolating in campus accommodation but i think this is an area that people could see as being a big concern remember the vast majority of students haven't been on campus since early march so it's really over the next four to six weeks we're going to see how this is going to impact and i'm certainly seeing a lot more properties as i said being advertised per week which you certainly wouldn't have seen in previous years finally i spoke to two people who are going to be very busy over those coming weeks nisha crowley is the ucc students union president he's first up in this clip and then secondly you're going to hear from a member of staff in ucc who's responsible for assisting students in their search for accommodation there's still a a lack of clarity on the upcoming semester um, across the country and i think students do need um, uh, clarity on that as soon as possible you were making the point to me that you thought there might be more accommodation available and it might be cheaper but that's not necessarily what's happened yeah i suppose in, initially when covid first hit um, a lot of people are speculating that the price of accommodation may um, come down but i suppose that hasn't been substantiated by what we've seen over the last couple of months um, you know if anything prices are the same if not slightly higher um, which is, you know, a real concern given all the hardship that students are facing and will continue to face in, in a world post-COVID. Uh, my name is Gary Mulcahy and I'm the Accommodation and Community Life Officer in UCC. Well, I think a lot of people at the moment um, don't know whether they can uh, probably afford the accommodation uh, due to COVID-19. Maybe. So I think that one of the major issues uh, will be a little bit more of a bottleneck uh, come uh, the end of August and September with people um, deciding that whether they do want to get accommodation or they don't. We're, we're, we're telling students that it's it's business as usual. You know, you, you, you need to go and, and secure your accommodation because if you don't, you will be stuck in that bottleneck when, when it comes to September and it will be more difficult for you. But there's a difficulty too. Say, for example, I commit to, to campus accommodation for the year. I'd imagine a large proportion of that I pay up front and there's a second lockdown. Uh, I mightn't be there for months. In the last semester, uh, when the university closed due to public health um, guidelines, Campus accommodation did refund the uh, the students on a pro rata basis. I suppose our hybrid model in UCC will mean that students who do have face to face contact, you know, will be uh, week on week. More it'll than be like, spread out over the month. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not. I mean, it'll be spread out, spread out over the the semester. It won't be just you know uh, you're in one week and you're not in the next week. And that that's that's what's likely going to happen. And um, so I I don't foresee any issues with subletting. And um, I don't think students will want to do it here. And that was Gary Mulcahy there from UCC ending Brian O'Connell's report. Some of your texts to 51551 in relation to this. Uh, Claire says it's not new to COVID to be paying for 12 months. We've had to do it in both Cork and Dublin for the last seven years for our two children. Our daughter finished in one accommodation. The price went up by 2000 a year. You never get your deposit back and you pay all the bills for 12 months. This is what we have to do. The penalty for not living in a university city. Meanwhile, Enda says in relation to the student accommodation going up, it should be mentioned that most properties are in rent pressures zones so landlords cannot increase by these extortionate percentages tenants have a legal right to see what previous tenants paid Um, and he has given us handily the website rtb.ie thanks for that and uh, now do stay with us because we're going to be talking tiktok next today with sarah mcinerney on rte radio one